Welcome. You're listening to the shit philosophers, developers, enthusiasts, idiots, bestest buds, gamers say. Has a piece of technology ever gotten you rock hard, Peter? I'm well, not talking. A, I'm not talking to chubby. I'm talking rock hard. So you know, you know how like you can go to the uh, like the the chiropractor and they have like those little like things they can put on your back to kind of relax the muscles, but they can also like intensify the muscles if they don't do it right. I bet that would like really get you going. Like that would it forcing the penis to stretch out. I would like to announce the plot of my next porno. Um, it's, it's deviating from the typical uh, massage uh, gimmick. Instead, we're incorporating technology into this uh, this new new frontier, if you will, of pornography. Robots, robots, fucking. I think I'm pretty sure that Futurama already did that. Pretty sure. Shut up. <laughs> You're listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. This is the podcast for the week of September 27th, 2015. I'm your host as always, Joe Boda. With me today is rock hard Peter Samine. I'm not wearing anything but boxers right now. I wonder if that's why they called him Rockman in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he's called Rockman because... He's not, he doesn't have like rock powers. He shoots little, unless those little pellets he's shooting are rocks. Were they always meant to be rocks? Yeah. Who's to say? I don't don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's not because he can, then why would they have it be able to, he could charge up and make a big blast. Like that's, I mean, bigger rocks do more damage. It's only natural, right? (laughs) Is is there, I guess there was never a proper rock man, like in a, in a English, was there a boulder man? I'm just like spitting, spitting ball here. Uh, I don't know. Is there like, I don't think there ever was a uh, Mega Man bad guy that had like stone or rock as his power. Well, it doesn't matter because there's a Mega Man fan on on wiki where I can see all the made up (laughs) Mega Man fucking ear. We can only have Joe. We can only do one. We can't do two of these. We can alternate. We okay. can alternate. We'll alternate. Okay. So this week, I mean, we won't start off with that, but now that I've just discovered this delightful <laughs> treasure of a website, we'll put that, we'll just tuck that away uh, for a bit later. <sighs> My God. What is this world coming to? Every day I think about it. Robots having sex, people writing about fictional robot creations. It just doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. Not a damn thing. You know what else doesn't make sense? My life. 
Really? How how insane has it gotten recently? Have you, we entered like a love pentagon yet? Is that a thing? Pentagon? <laughs> Can we so, make it a thing? I mean, we could. I I mean, I'd love to make it a thing. No, uh, I don't know. I've been I'm in this weird point in my life where I just don't. I haven't felt like playing games. I had to force myself to play games this weekend, Joe. I had to force myself. You know, you never have to, Peter. I mean, I'm not I'm not paying your salary. <laughs> like, you can supplement never, the game playing with anything you like, honestly. So, it was I the thing is, it was either I stare at my phone that and do nothing but look at Twitter all day or play a game. And I was like, "Well, playing a game seems a lot more productive than staring at Twitter." So I played Lego Batman 2. I played through half of Lego Batman 2. It's an okay game. Tell me about Lego Batman 2. What what are the improvements they made upon Lego Batman 2 that were not already present in Batman 1? So at this point, they've already had Lego Batman 3, and even that's a few years old. But Lego Batman 2 was the first Lego game to have an open world. An open world? Yes. Wait. Oh, yeah. Outside of just a hub world. Yeah, in the past games, they had a hub world. In this game, it's an open world. You can drive around in the, in the you know, the Batmobile. Actually, there's a lot of different vehicles. You can even go in, like, Robin's bicycle or his motorcycle bike, whatever. His bicycle. Whatever. I'm just his picturing little... Robin on a little... <laughs> bling, bling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's trying to tag along behind Batman, just can't keep up. No, his, uh, his motorbike... And there's other vehicles that I haven't unlocked yet. There's like a, I've got like the first row, and I think there's like three rows of vehicles. Um, I don't know. It's cool, actually. Honestly, like from what I've heard, I think this game does vehicles better than the latest Arkham game. Really? That's. I mean, I feel like many people would agree with you, but so what? What makes <laughs> you think it does it better? Honestly. Um, because you're not plowing through buildings, you're actually driving a car through streets and like, it's actually the Batmobile. See, it would make more sense that you would plow through buildings in Lego Batman because the buildings are presumably made out of Lego. They are made of Lego, but the only things that you can plow over are like fences and like light posts, you know, the the classic driving games where you can knock down light posts and fences and shit. Knock down light posts, but can't knock over wooden fences. <laughs> Lego fences, Joe. Lego, Lego fences. fences. It's just, it's just fucking plastic at that point. Yeah. Like Lego fences. It's almost two dimensional. It's not even Lego. <laughs> But yeah, I played through half that game. Um, it has voice acting. I don't remember which Lego game was the first to have voice acting. It might have been this one, but uh, I think that was relatively new when this one came out. Now all the Lego games have voice acting. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I kinda, feel I think I Batman miss, did it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of miss the old ones where they didn't talk because, like, I guess now they don't base them off movies as much. It's just like, oh, it's Lego Batman, so we actually have to talk. Because before I was like. You know this scene from this movie. Let's do it in like a weird grunty, like kind of funny way. And we don't need to say anything because you know exactly what this scene is because we're parroting the movie. I mean, honestly, though, the Lego games have never had such an intricate plot. I feel like not a lot needs to oh, be conveyed no. through voices, even if it's in a new kind of story. I mean, it, this one is definitely more intricate than in any Lego game that had come before. Um, I've already played Mar- Lego Marvel, uh, so that was the one that came out last year, 
maybe last actually it might have been two years ago well it, it came out after this lego batman game so that that's probably a step up from this but yeah i don't know this is there's interstitials where they show news reporters being like, oh, what's the Joker going to do next? Huh, 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 and shit like that. And then yuck, yuck. basically every Batman villain that you could think of is in here. So, yeah, that was going to lead to my next question. How's the roster? So, like, you can play as Batman and Robin, I presume. Who else can you play as? It's huge. I mean, you can play as Superman. Like, it, it, it delves way past just Batman characters. Can you play as the Flash? I don't know. Maybe I haven't got <laughs> I, I haven't gotten all the characters yet. Um I've only gotten maybe like a fourth of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe a fourth of them. I don't know. Not that many. Is it just because you haven't played it a lot, or does it seem like it's gonna be a little bit of a grind? I mean, these games are always a grind, and I'm probably never gonna get all the characters. Like I'm halfway through the story, but with like these games, like it's all about playing them over over and over again. I'm not going to play it over and over again when I was a kid, maybe, but now it's just like, I don't have time to like, I got everything in those Lego star Wars games when they came out, but that was, you know, a big commitment playing it all day, every day for like weeks, you know, to get all the characters. It seems like the concept around the Lego games would actually be really like, would be really conducive for like an, a mobile platform. Like, you they know, they actually released those games on mobile. Did no. they? How how altered though were they from their original form? Uh, I mean, though. So I don't know if they released the new ones on mobile, but I know that they released the Lego Star Wars ones from ten years ago. Yes, it's been ten years. Isn't that crazy? On mobile, and they were basically. I mean, they had to change the control scheme, like you point to move and stuff like that. But the graphics were basically the same because you know our phones are more powerful than PS2s now. Oh, what a dark future we live in. But that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I remember the Star Wars... Uh, I can't remember what it exactly was called, but it basically included episodes one, two, and three, and then four, or at least like the beginning of four. Mm, so they released one, two, and three as Lego Star Wars. Then they had Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, and that was four, five, and six. Then they released Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga and that had all six of the, the movies and like extra stuff. Like in I think in the like the full one, the complete one, you could play as Indiana Jones as well, because it was like a hint that that the next game was gonna be Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay. So actually I I think the orig- the prequel one uh did have just one level from four it was like a it kind of did that Indiana Jones thing where it was kind of a teaser. You only played on the, uh, whatever that rebel ship was that was being pursued by the, uh, star destroyer. Are you sure? A New Hope. I, I, I think it what, was, what platform it, it did was you play one on? level. I think it was GameCube. So that might be it. Cause I played it on PS2 and I know the GameCube version didn't come out till like a year later. So maybe as like a thing for the GameCube version, they put in the first level of the, the mm-hmm. new game because that game didn't was going to come out like right after that on GameCube because it took them so long to get the first one out on GameCube. That would make sense. Yeah, because I remember there were four doors in the diner, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember playing that on PS2 and then like a year later getting my Game Informer and then saying, hey, it came out on GameCube. I'm like, man, I'm so glad I have a PS2. I wouldn't <laughs> have wanted to wait an entire year for this thing. 
I was not quite old enough to be anticipating a game a year before its release. (laughs) (laughs) They were simpler times. But yeah, I remember loving the hell out of it. How are the puzzles in this Batman 2? I mean, are they the typical Lego, like, fine thing to interact with? Yeah, it's typical Lego, fine thing to interact with. And I'm going to be like, I know people always say, it's for kids. How couldn't you solve it? It's like... Well, a lot of this thing about these Lego games is that they don't really give you a lot, and sometimes they make assumptions that I feel like aren't good assumptions, but they get they they put it in anyway because well they're ki- like kids are playing it, so they got plenty of time to figure this shit out. So there's been plenty of times where I've just been like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, am I supposed to take this thing and do that? And then you look it up, it's like, oh, there's this like lever on the wall that you just didn't see because they didn't highlight it at all. It just blended into the background. I'm like, oh, okay, I got to pull this lever. Oh, I got to pull this lever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 like the it's typical Lego stuff. It's uh not super polished because they pump out a lot of these Lego games, but it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. Yeah, it's, it's a good time killer, if nothing else. It's a game it's good- for people who don't like to play games, it seems. It's good for kids. And you're just one big old kid alt. Basically. Speaking of kid alt. Apple Health App Sex. <laughs> you didn't have to read it out straight verbatim. But, no, uh, I, it, it always has to come out straight verbatim. Like, <laughs> that's just how I operate here. So that was just the note that I wrote. That's not exactly what it is. So, um,. Apple has had an had a health app built into the OS for a couple years now. I think actually this will be starting the third year that they've had it. And, and um, every time that they update the OS, so iOS nine came out last week or maybe two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago actually. And mm-hmm. every time they update the OS, they add a few more things to the health app. And I don't know if this was in before, but I check it pretty regularly, so I don't think it was. So I think this is new in iOS 9. But in iOS 9, you can track your sexual activity using the Apple Health app. Is so, that not just an Excel sheet? It's not an Today, well, had sex, 30 minutes. No, it's not an Excel sheet. calories. No. It's not, well, it doesn't calculate cal- calories, but it you can Damn. add in data points of, was it... So you can put protected, unprotected, or unspecified. Then pick what day and what time, and then you can chart it all out. So I kind of <laughs> so it's 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 all new. So obviously I don't have enough that many data points yet. But I can't wait for like five years from now because I'm gonna try to like keep track of it and just have these charts of like, huh, there's like this three month period where I didn't have any sex, and it's like, oh, there, I was getting some during this month. Like that was great. Like. <laughs> Now there will be no ambiguity when the paternity test comes around. Yeah. We will know for certain if you are the father. Yes. Which, okay, and by the way, anyone who uses this app, please always use the protected option. Do not, don't mess with that unprotected shit. Don't do it. What's wrong with putting unprotected? That's not safe, Joe. I mean, but if you are in a committed relationship with a partner who you trust, but they would still have some sort of protection on some sort of protection. I mean, yeah, they they wouldn't have protection on. Yeah. Yeah. Be it pills or condom. 
But see, is okay. So it's just protected in general. It doesn't specify yeah, which partner it was protected. It doesn't go that deep. It just says if it was protected or unprotected. You can choose. Well, and unlike it that changes. app, I do. So I need to know. <laughs> I do go that deep. Maybe that. Maybe iOS nine point one. Maybe they'll add that in. So does it have push notifications? Well, I get updates as to <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, buddy, you so, haven't had sex in a while. Come use the app. So Joe. Yeah. I don't, that doesn't happen, but there was an option, there is an option in the app that I don't use because I don't, it's my personal information, I'm not going to do it. There is an option to share with friends, and I, That's I'm wondering, terrific. I'm wondering if I have it share with friends, if like whenever I have sex, it'll be like, hey, Peter added a data point to his sexual activity. <laughs> like, And I just send you a cake saying congratulations on the sex. <laughs> You said personal information, though, and I got concerned. I'm like, do you enter your credit card information, and then when oh. you like haven't had sex in three months, it's like, hey, buddy, here's some porn on the house, and then we'll just charge it to your card. No, or personal we just information. Ordered, personal we just information ordered a prostitute to your door. Sex. We just ordered a prostitute to your door. <laughs> Have fun. I mean, with Apple Pay, anything's possible. Anything's possible. No strings attached, no money trail to follow. Actually, so they finally added my credit card to Apple Pay, and I used it this past week at GameStop. GameStop supports Apple Pay, and it went really smoothly. It was awesome. As opposed to... Well, maybe I'm not one to talk. What? Never mind. Yeah, no, Daniel was talking about how he, like, set up Apple Pay, and I'm like, I'm not sure how many, like, I know a lot of places do use it, but, you know, it's one of those things where the minute it's not one everywhere. place... Well, yeah, the minute one place doesn't, you're like, ah, oh, fucking goddammit. Yeah. So I always have my wallet with me, but it's just easier to take my phone out and just press my bu- press the button and have it do it. Also, it's safer than a credit card because you have to put your fingerprint to use it like you have to use your fingerprint if you have your credit card and you swipe it like anyone could just steal your credit card right there so it's it's safer than using a credit card so i would prefer to use it but there are big places that just don't like walmart is like against it like they don't they won't use it so as someone who just lost their credit card how what is so there's a there is like a Google Pay or there is like a there's a pay on Android devices that also exists. Is there like yes. any sort of backwards compatibility with all of this or is it exclusively we support Apple Pay or we support the other other pay? Like what is the what is the it, process of using this? It really depends. Like there are some stores that support everything, some that only support Apple Pay, some that support Android. It's just really random right now. There's no consistency, which is kind of annoying. But so far, of the, of the um, electronic cell phone payment systems, Apple Pay is the most popular just because, you know, people that use Apple products are very much into using Apple products, while people that use Android stuff typically are just like, oh, I don't want to give my shit away, and, like, they'll use some other weird shit. So mm-hmm. It's more splintered, too. Exactly. And, the, yeah, there's, there's plenty of Android phones that they just don't have it in the phone because the manufacturer of that phone wants to push their own special payment system. Like, I'm pretty sure Samsung, like, puts their own weird weird shit in there mm-hmm. to be like, oh, Samsung Pay, we'll take your 5% char- surcharge. Great. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, it's it's really weird. So far, Apple Pay is the most popular, but as I said, like, 
half the stores I go to don't even use it. Like I was pleasantly surprised when I went into the GameStop. And I was like, hey, do you guys use Apple Pay? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, we totally do. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. So is it just as a matter of like holding your phone up to a thing and it just works or? Yeah, you just hold it. You don't even hold it up to it. You just hold it kind of close to the to where you would type like put in your card information and it just just goes through. So convenient. It is convenient and it's way faster than swiping a card and like pressing buttons and doing a thing. She's like, oh, it went through. Okay, I paid. Well, here's your thing. Yeah, it's way easier than having to like do cash exchange with the prostitute at the corner. Yeah, exactly. Just you just you just take your phone, you you hold it up to her ass, and the payment goes through. Disgusting. <laughs> Gross. Uh but how is this affecting Apple stock, Peter? I don't know. I haven't you know, checked Apple stock. But you have you haven't checked the stock market in general? I'll tell you some, one thing about the stock market, Joe. It's a load of bullshit. I don't know anything about the stock market. Okay, Apple stock. It's, it's like 500, isn't it's, it? No, it's that's down. Google. It's down. It's, I it's mean, down. Everything's I mean, down. The sky is falling. Everything's down. You know what? And you know what? Now that everything's down, that I thought it's my chance. It's my chance to jump in on this shit. <laughs> but actually, though. So. Oh wow! Actually, Apple is surprisingly low. Yeah. Hmm. I did not buy Apple stock. So here's the thing. I've been meaning to do something with the stock market for a long time. I just wanted. I've just been waiting for my opportunity. Um. And this past weekend, as I said, I just didn't want to play any games for some reason. I played Lego Batman for like a couple hours. And then the rest of the weekend was me like doing other random stuff that you, I random stuff that I don't typically do, like looking at the stock market. Like, that's so weird. Why would I look at who you've become what, an old who man? Am you've I? changed. Who are you? I don't actually know. <laughs> I don't so, actually know. You tell me. So I saw a news story that Volkswagen, do you know what happened to Volkswagen Volkswagen last weekend? Yes, or last they week? were they were caught uh lying about their emissions from cars yes. having some software that cheated the emissions yes. measurements. They were big fat liars and their stock plummeted. But let's be real. Volkswagen probably isn't going to go out of business. So I bought Volkswagen stock because it's got to go up, right? I mean, as GTA has dictated to me, yes. Oh, wow. It's at a, it is at a five-year low. Holy exactly. shit. See it what I'm telling you, Joe? It just fucking dropped. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. God. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing this Duff. because it makes sense. Fucking do that. Yeah, at a 99.30 a share. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> That is that is some GTA level stock market shit right there. That is wow. Wow. Yeah, it'll go up. Volkswagen yeah, isn't totally. going out of business. And exactly, and that's why I bought like 30 shares. So So uh, about 3 that wait, 30 shares that's about so 3000. You're looking at so Volkswagen is a German company, correct? Oh, is this in euros? So they have there's some sort of weird transfer that happens that you have to buy it in the American stock exchange. Their American stock exchange price is twenty five dollars. So I bought thirty of the twenty five dollar price. 
That's so. beautiful. Beautiful. It is. It is. It's awesome. I'm real happy about it. God, what a hit! Critical hit. Fucking get the Pokemon announcer in here. Announce the shit. Fireworks are flying in this heated battle. <laughs> so yeah, and then I I don't know. I'm probably gonna do more stock stuff. Basically, I'm gonna wait until every company crashes and just buy their stock. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! It just can't, it can't go wrong, right? It can't I go mean, wrong with that. There, I there is kind of such a thing as too big to fit. Not necessarily to say that the government will bail out like yeah. fucking Volkswagen or Apple if things like hit the fan. But let's be frank; these big companies are big enough to be resilient. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I w- I would wager that they will bounce <laughs> back eventually. Oh man, that's hilarious. So yeah, so, yeah that was my Sunday. Your entire Sunday, Sunday on well, the stock I kept market. Thinking, I, I was like doing research, like, should I do this? I even went to this. So there's this website that like gets like a aggregate like analysis, and the people on the analysis are just like sell, sell, sell. I'm like, fuck that, I'm buying. Fuck <laughs> because you if, guys. <laughs> because ever because it's like, dude, everyone else sold. That means I'm gonna buy it, and then whenever else starts buying it again in a few months, then it'll go up. It's like, yeah, I'm in. I'm here. I'm in it for the long game, man. I'm in it for the long game. I was about to say, just looking at the German stock exchange, it went from 250 to 100. It, like, it drops 50% in a day. Yeah. So if such is the case, <laughs> if we can expect it to even go up 25%, like... Yeah. Yeah. It, that's a big gain. It, that's a big gain. It's a huge gain. That's amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so fascinated by this now. <laughs> Do you want to know what my Saturday was, Joe? What was your Saturday, Peter? It can only get more exciting. Right? I'm moving. I'm moving to the cloud. I don't think there's any real estate left up there, Peter. No, Joe, it's cheap. It's it's so cheap. It's getting cheaper by the minute. That's what they said about California houses. <laughs> then the bubble happened. <laughs> oh my god. We didn't have soap for weeks. Soap, you know, soap, you can, the bubble you burst. Ma- you know, you can make a lot of explosives with with soap. Peter, don't put us on a list. I want this show to at least go to a hundred <laughs> episodes. This is it's for I well I saw Fight Club last week, and that's from Fight Club. Or yeah, something okay. Like that. All right. Remember the soap? Yeah, remember I, the soap I, that I they remember. Made? I do remember the soap. Is that what you <laughs> did on Saturday? No, that was last week. No, I watched Fight Club on Wednesday. Um, no, on Saturday I spent all day doing research about my cloud future. Joe, I'm going to do it. I'm moving to the cloud. I'm moving everything to the cloud. What the fuck I'm does selling that even my mean? laptop. No, I'm wait. getting a Chromebook. Stop. Peter, Make stop. Make it a NAS box. Peter, no, stop. Wait, the NAS box is okay. Wait, what? So that's, so that's the thing. That's I'm going to sell my laptop and then use that money to buy a NAS box and a Chromebook. I'm going to keep my desktop for heavy lifting and like games and stuff. Have my my Chromebook just for like watching YouTube videos and like typing cuz that's all I do on my laptop now anyway cuz I'm not in school anymore. Yeah. And then I'm going to so this NAS box that I'm going to buy has compatibility with like Linux apps and shit like that. 
And I'm going to have it so that the NAS box syncs everything with the cloud. So that way, whenever something gets synced up from my laptop or my phone or any of my devices, it automatically gets stored on the NAS box. So that way it has, so that way I have my original copy, a backup on the NAS box and a backup offsite backup in the cloud in case if my entire apartment blows up or something, then I have my offsite backup. It's a perfect solution. So you're not actually moving all to the cloud. You are just, you are hosting your own sort of home server and backing that up to the cloud. Yes, but also I want to move everything to the cloud. Like I'm, I've been looking into like cloud music. Like I, it's gotten to the point where like, I just want it to work. Like I, I don't, I don't want to be managing iTunes libraries. Like I, I'm, Cause like I almost never go on iTunes anymore. Like I only use my phone. And then if I want to get my, my music on there, I got to go and like sync the shit. It's like, no, let's get this all, let's get this all on the cloud. Let's get it all there. We'll have the, the data store on the cloud. If I want to u- listen to that one song, I can download it or stream it. Like we're going to do this. We're going to do this. God help you. What is this going to cost? What is this going to cost, Peter? Well, if I can sell my laptop for what I want to sell it for, it could it should be a net of $0. Well, great. Really? But but I would have to sell my laptop for around $600, which isn't unreasonable, but uh that would be very uh optimistic cuz well, I'm selling my it's my laptop and like my dock for it cuz I have a a dock and I upgraded the laptop to have extra RAM and an SSD. So I'm hoping that that will add a lot of value to where it'd be worth $600. Okay. Math checks out. Yeah. Like I've got an SSD and 16 gigs of RAM. So I think that's pretty, it's pretty good. It works. Yes, it works. (laughs) We shall see. We shall see. I am curious about this because this sounds like a thing that I would do at some point in time, but not now. Yes. Not now. So I'm waiting until October, which is only a few days away, because in October, I get 5% back from Amazon purchases on my credit card. So I'm going to buy everything off Amazon and get 5% back, and it's going to be awesome. You're going to have so much Amazon bucks from that 5% back. All the bucks. What's 5% of 600? That's how much I'm going to have. 30. 30 bucks. I'm buying no, lunch. I'm sorry. I was wrong. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, is it 30? It's 30. 30. Times, it's 30. Okay. It's th- it's 30 College jokes. has beat me. College has beat me down. <laughs> I am not confident in my... I, I aced the math ACT, yeah, I say, and I don't Joe, know jack you, shit about math anymore, Joe, Peter. you had a perfect score on the ACT. Are you kidding me, I man? haven't done math in so long. <laughs> I haven't done it in so long. <laughs> it's all a bunch of matrix bullshit. I don't know. That shit's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, you, I've been what, drinking. What have you been doing? Oh, you've been drinking? Okay. Also, yeah, sure. That's why. I mean, I've also been drinking. I've been doing a lot of things. I've been... So, I guess just to get this out of the way, because it's been two weeks, like, I've talked about this, but I finished... I finally finished Metal Gear Solid Five. I made a commitment one evening saying, I'm going to finish this game 
We're not going to get distracted by side stuff. We are just going to beat this game right here, right now. Started at, I want to say, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Did not get done until about 4 a.m. That's when the credits rolled. It took me math. 10 hours from the time I thought I was going to be done to being actually done. Man. That game makes me feel things, Peter, like no other Metal Gear Solid has before. That makes me want to play it so bad. You need to... I mean, I'm, I mean, I can only say so much because you're, you are where you're at. Just don't tell me anything. I just... I won't tell you anything. There is a twist. It's substantial. It's fun. The game is fun. Everything is fun. I mean, I, I guess... Yeah, Do you marry I, your dog? Spoilers, Peter. I will not <laughs> tell you whether or not you marry your dog. But, yeah, I, I, I guess, like, just, like, exiting feelings about this game. Like, just the whole ride that it's been from, like, you know, kind of rea- reaffirm- reaffirmation of, like, what people have said about this pre-release, about it being kind of light in dialogue. And just, like... I don't know. I feel like this is the first Metal Gear game where... Uh, how do I articulate this? I guess what I'm trying to say is every Metal Gear game, Kojima has kind of been his own worst enemy in constructing the narrative. His problem is he has a lot of interesting ideas that would work really well if they were fleshed out, but he tries too hard to juggle too many things. You know, he wants to do the cheesy movie anime action scene stuff, but he also kind of wants to hint at more like serious topics, uh, whether it be like nuclear proliferation, um, just like disarmament and stuff like that. And, you know, he tries to balance the two, but it kind of makes it seem like he's up his own ass. I had this issue with Metal Gear Solid 4 when I first played it and came back around to sort of appreciate it. I guess with this game, I feel like this is the most coherent narrative he's ever told. I don't necessarily mean to say that it makes sense, or it isn't (laughs) off-the-wall bonkers. It's pretty stupid in some spots. But I guess as from a tonal perspective, you know, he he doesn't make a lot of statements. It's very much the uh, Bioshock Infinite conundrum, where he tries to, like, bring up serious topics like child soldiers, uh, the cost of being loyal, uh, revenge, all this stuff. He tries to kind of, like, bring that to a front and make and illustrate it, but he does, he does it without really saying anything, and I guess that's, like, the biggest knock you can make against him, but that being said, he doesn't... The, the tone... He never seems to contradict himself. You know, he brings up these pretty like heavy topics and he doesn't really do anything to diminish them or he doesn't like damper it with like just stupid ass shit I guess is the best way to put it like there's still some zaniness but it's not like when in Metal Gear Solid 1 where Snake was a complete womanizer and just stuff like Kraken Wise so I, I guess it treats it a little bit more respectful in some cases that being said the only big blunder and this was quiet uh, she's an interesting character, but unfortunately, her scantily cladness is way too Japanese fan servicey. <laughs> it's like way too distracting. You, I had people walk in on me as I was playing this, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's dumb. I, I, I can't. 
I can't justify this. But so but what about that the what about that comic I sent you? That comic is an it might not be an accurate portrayal of her inner thoughts, but it is very much, uh, <laughs> you would think as much. She does this weird, stupid stretching on the, on the helicopter. Really? And yeah, she really does. Like someone replaced the model, her model with Ocelot's model. And it just <laughs> looks so dumb. And it's like, yep, that kind of really like illustrates how fan servicey she is. You know, it just, it's so dumb. So, I don't know. I guess it's just it's the most balanced narrative that he's put out and there it does make you feel things. There are moments in that game where it's like this is hard to do. Like this mission I'm doing is hard to do and I legit like don't like doing this. But, you know, it it kind of drives the point home of what Kojima was trying to illustrate with it. So that's that's really it. I, I think that's why so many people are so quick to call this game a, I mean, air quotes, masterpiece. But I really do think there's some legitimacy to that. Uh, it doesn't have a lot to say, but what it does say is it's treated, it treats its subject matter a lot more respectfully than I feel past Metal Gear Solid's did. And because of it, it's easier to appreciate it um, a little bit more seriously. So... That's like yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. I'm not gonna delve too much deeper. I've talked a lot about it, and it's really hard to get into the nuance of it without like being super spoilery. Yeah, it's a good game. I this game, just as Max said, uh, from IGN, it's uh, probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like easy top five, easy top five. Man. Um. It's just it's fucking. Awesome. It's fucking fun. It's if nothing else, it's fucking fun. So, and I'm still playing it. I beat it, and I'm about 15 hours past that, still playing it. And I might actually start playing the multiplayer stuff. So there's a lot to offer. Uh, so is, is the multiplayer out right now, or is that coming later? So the multiplayer. So there's the there's a uh, two components to it. There's MGS Online which is the more competitive head-to-head multiplayer, that is not out yet. That was, I guess, intended to be part of the release and then wasn't. So it's being released uh, as an aside. But what is included right now is the uh, forward operating bases missions where you can basically infiltrate another person's uh, mother base and then steal shit from them. And that's what I've kind of been tinkering around with uh, there's a lot of like resource gathering in that game and multiplayer is a very fast track to getting it. So, yeah, I, uh, I will probably keep playing that and then when Metal Gear Solid Online comes out proper, I'll probably delve into that as well. Probably. Assuming it's... Not sure when it's supposed to be out. Which yeah. could make the difference because if Fallout is out <laughs> before it, then I might actually have to put it into the back seat. Yeah, because I I hadn't heard of when it was coming. Uh, I just know that it hadn't come out yet. They've released promotional trailers and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know the actual release date, and I just looked it up, and it's giving me the Metal Gear Solid 4's uh, 
online stuff. So, I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe I'll figure it out afterwards. But regardless, um, I guess otherwise what I've been doing, as I said before, I've been drinking. Um, Saturday was Oktoberfest. Yes. That sucks. So Oktoberfest sucks. This the one in Columbus is pretty bad. Oh, there's so the one in Kansas hasn't happened yet. Really? Yeah, it's typically like the last two weeks in September, first week in uh, October, hmm. sort of dealio. I mean, so like I went to this like I you remember you remember the one we went to that was outside of uh, Xavier? Yes. Um, and that had a lot of craft beers and stuff like that, which was pretty cool. This one in Columbus, so two tremendous issues with this one. First and biggest one is there was no selection for beer. It was, I mean, they had Polliner, um, and they had a few others, but by and large, if I were to say how many distinct beers were there, I'd probably put it at like seven. Um, and I'm not even sure if any of those were what you would call local. They were just kind of like IPA-ish uh, national or imported brands. I just remember the one at Xavier having like 15 on tap or something stupid like that, like all locally brewed. This one didn't have that selection. And then, I'm not sure if this is an Ohio thing, but so on this Oktoberfest was held on state grounds and apparently you're not allowed to buy alcohol on state grounds. So what you have really? to do is you have to exchange tickets. You have to buy tickets, a dollar a ticket. And then in a 16 ounce beer is $6 or six tickets. And then a 32 is 11 tickets. And then you have to buy the tickets in tens. Tens, Peter. Huh? How, how the fuck do you break that down? Like, how do you do that? You don't. You, you, you just leave. You just leave. And I <laughs> and I left after consuming, like, 18 tickets worth of alcohol. So I don't know. And then I blacked out somewhere along the way and lost my credit card. And I don't, I don't know, like, what happened. I, I've been putting back that... I've been putting that night back together in bits and pieces. <laughs> All I know is that... There was there were Snapchats happening where you were very much together and you were doing Germany things. Then it just it there was a point that you reached where it's like, oh, he he's gone. He, it, he's it got he, dark. He, he he can't open his eye. His eyes just he's going around. <laughs> I woke up that morning. I woke up on the couch at my house and I'm like, how did I get here? What happened? I realized I had sent some Snapchats and they were all like black. Like the preview image was black. And I had another Snapchat from like Molly saying, oh, we love you, Joe. We miss you. And I'm like, what did I say? What did I say? And I just deleted all of them immediately. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Just get rid of it. I don't <laughs> want to look at any of it. I've been put, I've been piecing that night together. So, you know, I went to Oktoberfest and I went back uh, to my friend's house who I'd gone to Oktoberfest with and we were like just kind of like pre-gaming again uh, before going to bars proper. I took a swig of vodka. I don't remember what happened after that. But mm. the way I see it, so looking at my credit card statement, I had made a purchase at Formaggio's, which is a bar 
And then things went haywire, and I had like $20 spent at UDF, and like $20 spent at between three gas stations. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened there. But I then looked at my debit card, and I had a purchase from a street vendor who was located Ooh. at the corner, like right in between Formaggio's and my house. So what I think happened was I think I went to Formaggio's. I think I may have bought a drink, maybe. I don't know. It was like $7, so I don't know what I bought. Then I think I lost my credit card at Formaggio's. I think I bought food at this cart with my debit on my way back home because I distinctly remember waking up with onions in my mouth. No mistake about it, there were there was an oniony taste in my mouth, so I must have bought something with onions. Huh. And then some asshole with my fucking credit card decided he would go to gas stations and start buying $1 worth of shit. And then I wake up to fraudulent, like, messages on my phone saying, hey, this wasn't authorized. And I'm like, damn straight it wasn't authorized, U.S. Bank. Thank you. <laughs> this is my life. I'm, I just withdrew... Some money from the bank. I'm operating off of cash for these next two weeks. And so help me God, I need to make a habit of not bringing my credit card with me when I go out drinking. I didn't even intend for it to get that bad. I didn't mean for that to happen. That was not my goal. I feel like this happens to you a lot, though. It happens a ton. And I... <laughs> it's it's a problem that I need to oh work on. I uh, From now on... I'm making this promise to myself. I will continue to get blackout drunk. Not because I need to, but because that just happens to me. But I promise now to always do it with cash. There's an ATM right across the street on Ohio State's campus. I can just go there, get cash. I am not spending my credit card anymore at bars because that is a dangerous game to play. Thank God it was my credit card that got lost and not my debit card. Thank goodness. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's all cleared up. Uh, otherwise, houseboat. I'm so happy for houseboat. It's in about a week. Woo. Get on a boat that's also like a house, and we rage for five days, and I'll have no recollection of most of it. And then I'll come back and tell funny stories about how just, I shit in the river like five times. <laughs> just don't, uh, just don't bring your wallet. I will, I will not. The best thing about houseboat is the minute you get there, you're on the boat. You never leave the boat, and then your phone loses signal, and you're left to deal with all the assholes that you're on houseboat with. It'll be a great time, <laughs> and I'm so happy. So. That it that that's my weekend. That's my weekend. Like I need a fucking hobby. A hobby that I can't drink and do. You, so oh. video games are out. I was gonna say, I don't think there is one. I mean, I was gonna be like, what about the stock market? Oh, you can get super drunk doing the stock market. Don't get drunk doing the stock market. That's how two thousand and eight happened. <laughs> Rock just keep climbing. buying those houses. Just keep buying the houses. They, they can, they'll never, they they'll can never go down. They can only go up. The prices can only go up. It, they can only go up. I just love looking at stocks just 
you can you know you can zoom out to all time and just 2008 is just this huge spike and then everything crashes and goes back to down to normal it's like what did no one else did anyone at that time just think huh this is odd this is this could be weird this could be bad no they knew it was happening every the sky was falling while it was dropping it was a bad time. I mean, before it dropped, like before, were people just like, "Oh, this is great! It keeps going up." <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was cascading. It was a cascading effect. The housing bubble <laughs> burst, and then the banks were the first one to be hit. And then the banks are like central to all business. So all the businesses who were working with banks took a hit, and then pretty soon the entire economy is going down in flames. Like. If this was just like an auto industry fiasco, then maybe it wouldn't have been so bad. But this was a bank housing fiasco, and that has repercussions on everybody, anyone with any sort of debt. Damn it, I have have debt. I thank you for reminding me. I need to pay off my interest on my student loans. I need to do that soon. Soon. I also need a job offer soon. Come on, fucking Cisco. Like, come on, guys. Get Man. back to me. I'm applying to other places now. Because I have to. Out of You have no choice. I mean, I, I, I have a choice. I have a choice not to, but I don't want to risk it for the biscuit. The biscuit is not that delicious. I cannot risk it. I guess. I don't know. I talked to someone recently. He's like, yeah, it took them about a month to get back to me too. And I'm like, okay, good. That, I mean, shitty, but good. Okay. At least I have some like someone with antecedent experience to tell me, yeah, no, this is actually like everyone's in the same boat. So Hmm. whatever. I'm just going to live my life because that's all I can do. And with that being said, let's move on to news. Let's move on to news. News. Do we have news? Is there news? There's oh, wait, it's so many right news. here. Right here in front of your fat face. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, Joe, we, we talked about this earlier. You want to you wanna continue this conversation about Black Ops 3? So, Black Ops 3 is still being released on PS3 and Xbox 360 in addition to being released on the newer platforms, PS4 and Xbox One. The difference, though, is because backporting shit is hard, they've decided that they are only going to include the multiplayer with the last-gen versions, and then they're going to cut the price by $10, so it'll be $50 instead of the typical $60. I think that's a pretty good deal, Peter. You know, most people who play Call of Duty, Call of Duty only want to play multiplayer, so, but you know, it makes perfect sense, right? Right? Nope. What? <laughs> no, you're crazy. What? Don't okay. Get, speak for yourself. So, Tell me about this. So, uh, this kind of creeped up on me as well, but Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 comes out this week, and... I didn't know this, but apparently there are PS3 and Xbox 360 versions of that game. I didn't know. I just thought it was only PS4 and Xbox One. So the PS4 and Xbox One versions are 60 bucks. The PS3 and 360 versions of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 are 40 And that includes all the modes. So I think this is a bum deal. Do people and it's from the like, same publisher, do people, both Activision. Do people really... So, it's it's intangibles. You are we're assigning prices 
to the level of enjoyment people get out of a product, which varies. I I just Tony Hawk has never been like it, it has the multiplayer modes, but I've never considered them the focus of those oh, yeah. games. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just being devil's advocate here. Especially since it's the same publisher, so it's like you're basically you're comparing the same the same people that made the decision to lower the price of Black Ops probably made the same the decision to lower the price of Tony Hawk. Just they made different decisions. Well, certainly, and yeah, and I'm sure it was a very much a like, well, we could do Black Ops at forty, but there's still like this many people on the old consoles. Yeah, and we could just tweak it up a bit, and the amount of drop off from the people who want to buy it is negligible. Little Jimmy doesn't understand that about the differences between these different versions, so he's just going to ask his mom to buy it, and she'll buy it at any price. Well, yeah, it's like, you know what? Fuck Little Jimmy. He shouldn't be fucking playing these games. So, yes, that's that's probably the mindset that they were going through. 30-year-old like, 30, yep. 30 Jimmy that still lives <laughs> with his parents. <laughs> we all have a little 30-year-old Jimmy inside all of us. <laughs> Disgusting, absolutely Disgusting. horrid. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's that thing. They're they're also including the original Black Ops with this release for the last generation versions, yeah. which you know at that point that game is like five years old, and anyone who gives a shit about this series probably already has it, unless yeah. they traded it into GameStop. But that's none of my business. I think that's no one's business at this point. Mm. Now that, didn't the first Black Ops, like, isn't that like the best-selling Call of Duty game of all time or something? It's somewhere around there, yeah. I Yeah, I know it peaked like three, I think it, like three uh, games ago, maybe. And that was... Something like that. That was Black Ops, I'm pretty sure. Like, it peaked yeah. around the Black Ops stuff. It was either sure. Black Ops or the one after it. But, yeah. But, I, yeah, it was around that game. So, uh, yeah, you're getting the best-selling Call of Duty of all time if you buy the last-gen version. Oh, boy. Schmuck. <laughs> but uh, Capcom has some news for us. Street some... Fighter V specs! Yeah, oh, it's... my God, it's making me rock hard! I'm going to tell you what, Joe, they're not great. Are they're they not? not, they're not great. Are they not? So the minimum specs, Peter. What are they? The min, the min spec is at least an i three uh, forty uh, fourth gen i three. Um, that's that's easy to meet. Like that's that's not not a big deal. Uh, six gigabytes of RAM. Okay, sure. Like I guess that's reasonable considering that the the consoles have eight. Um, then the minimum graphics card is either a 480, a GT 480, GT 570, or GT 670 or higher. I'm gonna be honest that that seems a little steeper than I was expecting. I have I have a higher card than that, but considering the card that's in the the cards that are in these consoles, that's a little bit higher than what I was expecting. <laughs> It almost it yeah. seems like it might not be super optimized. And well, that's the it's min all a matter spec. of that's how not it even runs. the recommended spec. The recommended spec is not like 
it's not good, but it's not insane either. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, it's all in perspective. Like the, the recommended meet, is a nine sixty. I mean, I, I meet the min spec. I meet the min spec for sure. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who's to say? I would be real curious to see how this actually runs because you know it's. I I almost like don't trust specs at this point with a lot of games just because yeah. they're so variable and it also depends on what you want out of it because also keep in mind if this is Street Fighter 5 do they like differentiate between like like recommended and minimum minimum is if it can actually run recommended mm-hmm. is like an optimum experience so like with a fighting game you would want a 60 FPS yeah I, I'm I'm wondering if minimum is like minimum to get to 60 or if it's just like it won't run unless you have this I, I don't know they, or they maybe minimum very... is to get to 30 and recommended is to get to 60 because then that'd, at be, least with that'd recomm- be pretty lousy I mean it'd be lousy but I think it'd be like manageable I think you could alter the graphical settings such that it would be more than accommodating like turn off shadows or some shit like that's I'm gonna bet that they goes. don't have like any of those options considering it's that's a Japanese true. company and it's a console port I bet there's not gonna be any of graphical options at all I, I would like to think that there might be like a motion blur or at least like an anti-aliasing okay. and anti-aliasing blur, is pretty anti-aliasing and like resolution settings and that's like nothing crazy like there won't they probably won't be able to like change like you know how like uh real pc games let you change like even the most minute of details you won't be able to change the mesh renders of the characters yeah. <laughs> i agree with this but yeah but you know anti-aliasing and resolution are typically at the top of the tier when it comes well that and shadows when it comes to like how taxing it is on a yeah. on a game so like as long as you have those you could probably tinker it to get to 60 though if you're playing on like a 23 inch PC monitor might be uh, less than ideal, but you know it's yeah. it's up to you. It's how you want to play it. Yeah, and they have and they have no specs for the for any AMD cards, so I'm just gonna assume that they aren't even supporting AMD cards. N- knowing how it is with most uh, games that have come out this past few years, I feel like N- Nvidia has been making the push to get their proprietary tool sets into the games. Well, you know, like with The Witcher and yeah. stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they can't kind of came to them and were like, yeah, hey, we can make this super easy for you guys. You just have to make it so it works only on <laughs> NVIDIA. NVIDIA. Press, just press the button. We do all the work. We literally do all the work. Because we're releasing drivers for your broke-ass game, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Go back to Japan. We now got this. Now let's see if we can get your app onto our Android tablet. Oh, you're not interested. Well, tough Bye. shit. You signed the contract. And that about sums up every negotiation with NVIDIA ever. Yep. Probably. I can imagine. They're good. They're good people. They're uh, good people over there. As I, yeah. I, oh, have we even talked about this on the podcast? But I found that. Nvidia, that whole like streaming, live streaming to your friends or whatever, your play share play on Nvidia, like that, that that's actually coming this month supposedly. This month is almost over, so they need to hurry up and release it unless it got delayed till next month. But <laughs> maybe it was like it comes out within a month, announced yeah, on maybe. September fifteenth. Who knows? But as soon as that's out, we can do our extra live stream the way that we want to do it. 
Do it hard, fast, and loose, and awfully wet. And sharing. And sharing. So that one of us can be playing and the other one just be kind of hanging out. And yeah, the, the work. And we're gonna need to fiddle fart around with that sometime uh, this month. Yeah. And once it's it, out, once it's out, we can experiment and figure it out. Gross. Okay, this is getting way too sexual. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, uh, hopefully, if yeah, if if we can get this working and get it to work out, I would like to aim for like an early November extra live stream. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be cool. Thank you, based Nvidia. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Please understand. But speaking of understanding or not understanding, who the fuck renewed the Crash Bandicoot license, Peter? Activision did. So that way they can spend another 10 years not doing anything with it. Good talk. Good to hear. Yes, Activision (laughs) Activision filed for renewal of the Crash Bandicoot license for 10 years starting on September 22nd. So in September 22nd of 2025... There may or may not be a new game by then. Probably not. I wonder, would it be too crazy to suggest a possible, like, anthology? Is there ever, like, I don't know if you, um, can they the even do with, that? They can't. So the problem with that is Activision, own, they own the license for Crash, but they don't own the rights to all the games. So, like... Sony and Naughty Dog would still have a say in re-releasing those old PlayStation games. And then anything that was made by Vivendi, they'd have a say in that. And then it was only like the last couple games that were made by Activision, and those ones sucked. So, Well, great. So who's to say? Maybe they yeah. can work him in as like an unlockable character in fucking Tony Hawk. That would be perfect. I would take that... Like, hell, I'd take him as, like, a bonus character in Skylanders. And there was a rumor that that was going to happen, but it never happened. And the dev team even said, oh, yeah, that was just, like, a uh, an April Fool's joke. And uh, it's not actually happening. I'm like, why? At least that would have some name recognition rather than these random characters that you guys just, that you guys just make up. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, that is weird. That That makes too much sense. <laughs> I would not stand for that. I would work towards fixing that. But. But. Joe, Joe, you got a minute? Um, no, actually, like, I, I need to be somewhere. Oh, like, damn. right now. Well, damn. Yeah. Well, it's too bad, because I've got some stuff for the Amiibo Minute. Oh, well, I can make time for that. I always <laughs> love hearing about Amiibos. So, this past week... New Amiibos launched. Ooh. I got the Retro 3-pack, which includes... Which includes... I don't know what that includes. Stop prompting me. I don't fucking you don't know. know. Any- I okay, don't well, know anything. It's Rob, Mr. Game & Watch, and uh, the Duck Hunt Dog. The Duck Hunt Dog. Duck yep. Hunt. Yep. Duck Hunt. And also, Amiibo, Amiibo cards launched. I didn't buy any because those sound stupid, but people on my Twitter feed bought all of them, so. They're a loss. Someone bought 30 packs, and he's like, it only took 30 packs to get all 100. Now I have, he's like, he has like 100 dupes, and he's trying to trade them for other things. I'm like, that sounds terrible because each pack is like six bucks. Are, 
I just don't understand. Like, with the figures, at least it's like, you buy the figure. Like, I bought it. With cards, it's like, you don't know what the fuck you're getting. Like, I even, I went to the store, and I'm like, these are all blind. Like, I don't know what I'm getting out of these cards, and they have tons of them there. And I was like, ah, I don't, not really. Yeah, that's the thing. They, they totally stocked up on these cards. Like, not a problem getting stock of the cards in. Can't fucking make the figures, though. Um, but yeah, there's 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 uh, news that basically Tours R Us is going to be getting restocks of a lot of older, more sought-after Amiibos, such as Captain Falcon and... Um, oh, God. Why am I blanking on this? The Boxer Dude. Um, Lil Mac. Little Mac. Little Mac. Little yeah. Mac. Yeah, little Mac, uh, Fox, Fox, and and maybe a few other, a few other, a amiibos. few others. The problem is, as with any of these restocks, they're going to be limited, and we never know when they're going to happen because Nintendo doesn't tell us when. Mm-hmm. Uh, some stores in random states got them on Sunday. Some random states got them today. I'm following my Twitter feed of people that are in Kansas and no one's seen any yet. So, but of the people that I have seen that that, that got them, they've said that. Basically, they're only these stores are getting like five or six. Like that's the restock. We got like five amiibos. Oh well, that that should uh, hold you all over. Yeah, that, that, great. Yeah, that 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 that's how many people there are in this market. There's only five or six. Exactly people. five. Only five. <laughs> this is where it stops. So yeah, but there is some good news, Joe. Really, there's good news around amiibos. There's some good news. Um, so there have been... Ex- I think I, you you know this, but I've complained about how they've done exclusive Amiibos to oh different boy, stores. Oh, boy, do I ever know. Yeah. So we're finding out now that those exclusives were timed exclusives, and the first round of exclusive Amiibos are now going to be released to other stores. Um, so that would mean that it's probably around a six-month exclusivity window, so in six months, all these other exclusive ones will be at other stores too. So you just have to wait six months and then you get your Amiibos if you don't have those stores. Assuming locally. they even bother to make more. That's that's the, yeah, that's the thing. They probably won't make that many more. Maybe like six. Great. A whole six. I mean, if we're lucky, they'll make like ten. Aim for the did stars. I t- did I tell you that when I went to get my Amiibos last week, like... They had like four Ganondorfs. Like that's how many they got. I don't know what that means, Peter. What does that mean? What does four Ganondorfs that, mean? Like by comparison, they had around like 70 Bowser Juniors, but only four Ganondorfs. Well, no one fucking wants Bowser Jr. Yeah, that's Fuck Bowser then why Jr. you make I'm so many say it right now. Fuck Bowser Jr. Exactly. Everyone wanted Ganondorf. They're like, well, we'll just make four per store. But Bowser Jr., everyone fucking wants Bowser Jr. We'll make 70 per store. It's like, who, what, in what world does peop, do more people care about Bowser Jr. than Ganondorf? Nintendo's world? world. Nintendo's oh world. God. It's a weird world. I don't want cake, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, what, what what do you got for me, Joe? What's going on? Oh shit, what do I have? Well, I don't have cake, but what I do have is uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, <laughs> Bioshock uh pulled its a uh, version, its iOS version from the App Store 
Because surprise, it's actually been unusable since 8.4. Oh, man. But now customers that bought it can't re-download it, so it's like a PT thing. Yeah, that seems pretty lousy because they made a big deal about releasing that a year ago and then just didn't support it, I guess. Yeah, well, welcome to the wonderful land that is Bioshock on any other platform that isn't the PS3 or 360. As someone (laughs) who owns it on Steam and still can't get it to run on a fucking Windows 7 distro, I don't know what to believe anymore. I could never get it to work. I would launch it. I, uh... I went online. I'm like, how do I fix this? And people were like, you got to do all this weird shit. And I'm like, I don't want to do all that weird shit. I'm the like, game's not even that old. It's not even that old. It's like 2008? Yeah, Nine? it's 08. 08? Yeah. So it's 08. Just doesn't work. It just didn't work. And I couldn't get it to work. And I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care about the first two Bioshocks, honestly. So <laughs> regardless, they tried to release it to iOS, and now it's not working. And now they're like, well, we'll just, we'll just pull it. And now no one can get it. So nobody's happy. At least they, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of wish they just leave it up to be able to be re-downloaded, but not let any new purchases. Because like, so this happened to me, I mean, this is a long time ago, but they released Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on iOS maybe like five or six years ago. And I downloaded it and it worked great. It was an awesome game. But then they never updated it. So with each new version of iOS, it got progressively less playable to where now I don't even think it boots. Like, I don't think it works at all. But they Mm -hmm. still have it on the store, and you can still buy it. And people buy it and give it low stars on the app store. They're like, this doesn't work. Because they they don't even say in the description, oh yeah, unsupported. No, just like, it's just up there. You can just buy it now. Nah, just... It's dumb. It's dumb. (laughs) That's the one thing. I, I mean, I don't know how it works on Apple... Or on iOS devices, but at least with Android, there are people who mirror previous versions that you can download and literally just install at a click of a button. Well, well, that's the thing. The App Store does do that. And if you have an older version of iOS, it gives you the most recent version that is supported by your OS. But clearly, um, whoever was in charge of this Bioshock game wasn't doing their job, so the store didn't know what version to pull. People are singing happy birthday upstairs. I may have just said no to joining the festivities. Oh, man. I don't even care anymore. It's 8.30 on a Monday. God damn it. <laughs> it's such a random time to have a birthday party. I mean, it. I don't know anymore. I don't even know anymore. We'll just keep powering through this and I'll deal with my guilt later. <laughs> I'm a horrible human being. Anyway, video game voice actors are considering a strike. Yeah. Considering, keyword. So apparently this is over uh, how they are compensated. As of right now, voice actors are very much treated on commission in regards to the fact that they basically pay them once and then they record their lines and then it's said and over with. And so that's kind of how they get away with having like the Troy Bakers or the Nolan Norths of the world and that they don't have to pay them an excessive amount of money just because they're in a lot of games. Um, it's not like a Kiefer Sutherland, for example, where that guy is so well-known everywhere that you have to pay top dollar just to get his time. Uh, these guys are basically treated kind of on the same level as developers are when it comes to how much they are compensated for the work they do. Um, so this crashes around that, and what they kind of want to start moving towards is sort of what they do already in the movie industry, where they pay them an upfront commission 
just to record. And then from there, the voice actors are entitled to a certain percentage of the gross profit uh, of what the game sells. So naturally, yeah. if this game sells really well, then they'll compensate them accordingly. And it, and if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it? It's a pretty modest compensation, wasn't it? Only a, like a few thousand dollars, like at most, or something. Like it's not crazy or anything like that. Yeah, it's not. It's not insane. It's not. It's something that you have to work on multiple projects to make a consistent yeah. living off of. And so basically, what this is saying now is like, if your game sells like gangbusters, then you will make gangbusters. So. You know, it's a, it's a good thing and a bad thing. I think it, it's a good thing in that these people are kind of getting compensated more fairly because, honestly, people like Nolan North and Troy Baker could probably go on to do actual work in, like, totally. like animated, the animation industry. Which and, which they do. They do. Nolan North do. does voices for animated films. Well, animated TV shows, at least. Yeah, but then at least at this point, he could probably become a little bit more headliner. Um or just like wouldn't have to play minor role. Like basically, he is talented enough that he could be a lead in a bigger production, and he yes. is worth that amount of money. But the thing is, the minute he commits to that, no one in the game industry will have anything to do with him because then that just that ups his value too much, and totally. then they know they can get a no name for less. That being said, though, under this, like if for instance this were to happen, and then Uncharted. I mean, I'm sure he's already he's already recorded like dialogue for Uncharted Four, but you know, like it, oh, it, yeah. it'd be something like if something of that scale uh, sold really well, then he would make an mm. assload of money. Um, totally, and it, and it seems fair. Like these actors put in very good performances. If and if they put in a good performance, and that is a draw to the game, then they should be rewarded for it. Yeah, and I think it would also make it a little bit easier to get maybe Hollywood talent in on it a little bit easier. I mean, I, I'm, I'm again, I'm referencing Metal Gear Solid Five pretty heavily, but with Kiefer Sutherland, I'm sure they probably had to pay an upfront charge for him. And not knowing how much the game was going to make, they couldn't be flexible with that. I feel like if they had had this in place and then Metal Gear Solid Five selling what it did could have been a bigger reassurance like, for instance, to Konami in that, like, oh, well, we're actually only paying this much for Kiefer, and if the game bombs, it's no liability to us mm. uh, because the gross would, or the profit would not be as high. I'm sure he would still want a market amount, but you you get kind of what I'm going with here. You totally. don't have to promise so much money up front and then commit to it if the game flops. So, yeah, so that's the thing they're talking about. It's n- Nothing really has come of it, but I honestly think if this does happen, it there won't be a strike. I'm sure this will probably be fine. Like I, I think they'll the, this will probably transition over to this kind of deal eventually with like little resistance because you can't really. Yeah. It it just seems logical. Like uh, other industries do the same thing. And it, yeah, yeah, it just looks better for the bottom line. Like it's hard to see like an EA or an Activision fighting this because they'll be like, well, technically we're paying them less until we make more. Yeah. So you know, it's yeah, it it's a little bit better actually. Um. So that. So as a as a side note, I mean, we all know that Nolan North is in everything, but looking at his IMDb page, like he's in fucking everything, like every game, every TV show, like every animated TV show you can think of, he's in it. Like, goddamn, 
He was in. He was a seagull in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Did you know that? I did not know that. I'm not that surprised, but I did not know that. He plays Krang in the Ninja Turtles TV series that's currently going. He. Yeah, like he's in the Spider-Man TV show. He's in all these TV shows. Like, and he's in these games. Like, man. 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 This guy works a lot. And Okay, I've scrolled down. I, I'm only back to 2010, and it's been like 100 things. Like, it's crazy. It is crazy. So, <laughs> he should get more money. Give that man more money. Um, moving on, Fallout 4's download size was revealed. It's more than 28 gigabytes on Xbox One. Which actually, actually, it seems kind of small to me. Yeah, that seems that seems uh, reasonable. Like a Blu-ray is sixty gigs, so uh, they're not even filling up half the Blu-ray. I mean, it, it's reasonable, but it, se- it seems small. Knowing what I know about like the scale of Fallout games, mm-hmm. the amount of dialogue, like apparently the scripts for this were larger than all of the other like Bethesda games. You know, uh, Oblivion, Skyrim and the two other fallouts released combined like the script was immense hmm. so that means there's I mean, a it lot depends of audio on, uh, it depends on the compression that they use like maybe they're compressing the hell out of it um, also if all that old stuff fit onto one DVD in the past maybe this is just maybe it can be that much bigger but only be that much bigger space wise well I mean it depends on the compression but you would think that if they had the ability to expanded out further that they would mm-hmm. maybe I don't know not everyone's Kojima not not everyone's Kojima <laughs> wants to have uncompressed everything like remember they, he made a big deal about like we filled the blu-ray with Metal Gear Solid 4 like we filled the whole thing we have uncompressed all audio like most other studios would be like dude just just compress it like come on no one cares <laughs> yeah I don't know it just seems like one of those things where I feel like if you have the space to do it why not Unless you yeah. are hoping that everyone downloads your game, but at that point, do you do you even as a developer care? Because you know it's not like you're Sony or Microsoft. You have no commitment to the online economy, yeah, uh, of your system, unless you're being incentivized to care. But so what I what I like is uh, what Naughty Dog does is that, um, wh- whatever disk space is left. They fill it with extras. So, like, the first two Uncharted's uh, didn't fill up the disc. Uncharted 3, unfortunately, did fill up the whole disc because they added multiplayer, so they couldn't add as many extra stuff. But the one uh, Uncharted 1 and 2 had, like, documentaries and, like, behind-the-scenes videos. And, like, they filled the whole disc with that stuff. And I was like, that's great. Like, they're like, yeah, we had 10 extra gigs. So we're just like, you know what? Let's just throw these videos in. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good alternative to it. So, yeah, that's that's just a little thing. I mean, I, I don't think anyone should be troubled by it being only 28 gigs, but it's it's just interesting. I'm sure people who yeah. are going to download it will care. It should be fine. Especially, like, maybe they found some crazy new algorithms that let them compress it more, or they just are really smart about reusing assets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there will be plenty of asset reusage. Hear you, me. <laughs> Welcome to Fallout. Just copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste. They all have the same face. They all have the same face. 
And so finally, uh, Sony says that the climate is not healthy for another PlayStation Vita, a.k.a. no one wanted the first system or even the system before that, so why make a third? Yep. I mean, let's, let's get real, Joe. It's selling worse than the Wii U. Exactly, and that is saying like, something. That's, yeah, that's saying a th- that's That's like, man. I mean, it, it's just, it's a bit disingenuous how they phrase it. It's like the climate is not healthy. It's like, no, the climate for portables, I do believe is still there. If the 3DS is any like benchmark by which yeah. we judge this, it's very clear that in spite of phones being a thing, you can still get away with a portable system. It would just help to actually release some games for it. Also not have it be $200 if you could well, fix actually, that problem. So- well, the thing is, Joe, actually, the Vita is less expensive than the 3DS now. How much is it now? You can get a Vita for, like, 170 and if it's on sale, for, like, 150 How many gigs of SD does that come with? And that's the fucking problem. They charge you off out the ass for any sort of, like, storage. Like, are you kidding me? So, uh, I mean, it's been a few years since I bought mine, but I bought an eight gig card and that was like 20 bucks. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's stupid. Like, that's really dumb. I think right now, if you like, I think the biggest card they make is 64 gigs and it's like $85. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I can buy a 64 gig SD card for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that is the fundamental issue. So... It's not looking like we're going to get a Vita 2 or another PlayStation portable device. And that's, it's interesting to think that now if, if this is the case and Nintendo continues along with their portable devices, which they will. Yeah. Because that's like the biggest moneymaker they have going for them right now outside of like Amiibos. They've sold 54 million 3DSs. I think they'll keep going. They're going to keep going. So that being said, it'll be, it's now interesting because we now technically have a monopoly in that sense. I mean, we'll always have our our uh, phones and stuff, but I still feel like the experiences you get on the 3DS are a tad more, uh, what's the word? Enriching, more enriching. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's so. fair to say. So, I mean, it has, it has buttons that, that just adds so much more. You wouldn't think it, but it does. Yeah. The, the inputs certainly are a game changer. So that's, that's Sony's beef. And it's really too bad because I mean the Vita is a good system like I like it it feels better to hold than a 3DS there's just nothing that I want to play on it totally yeah so with that being said it looks like the that's the rest of news unless you have anything else to add that's 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 all I got the only thing I need to add is when did like so Activision is just letting Tony Hawk out to die, right? Like they they've done no marketing. I didn't even realize it was coming out this week until I saw it on like Game uh, GameSpot, like just like oh they're doing this video about Tony Hawk talking about the history of Tony Hawk Pro Skater series, and I'm like oh wait that's out this week. I didn't even know, and like there's been no like f- like advertisements whatsoever. Like is that game just being like does it suck? I don't know no sites got it early for review like they're they're dropping this bomb and i'm afraid i'm afraid to look 
after what happened last time. I think it's going to be ugly. I mean, worst case is par for the course, unfortunately. We'll, we'll just have to cross that bridge when we get to it and cling on yeah. to what we can. Got to see that quick look. Got to see that quick look. Got to see it. I'm actually ready to see that quick look. So, <laughs> Well, with all that being said, let's move on to Mega Man Fanon. Fanon. Oh, shit, I forgot. Fanon, yeah, I know, right? So, thanks to the wonders that is the random page button, <laughs> I have been brought to a page called Bounce Woman. Bounce Woman. Does she bounce? I probably. Does so, she have like does she have like spring-loaded tits or something? I don't know. Let's find out together. So, Bounce <laughs> Woman is a robot master boss from the Mega Man Century 2. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Her tagline is, "You are a sick pervert." <laughs> what? Her title is Future Bunny. Gender female, race robot master. Faction light bots. Don't know what that means. It's because they he, they were probably made by Professor Light. Probably. Health twenty eight. Level easy slash medium. Status alive. Okay. Hmm. Location light simulator casino. So some background on Bounce Woman. Like several others in the game, the creator of Bounce Woman is unknown. But the reason for building her was quite obvious. Can you, can you guess the obvious reason, Peter? Wait, unknown, but then she's part of the light people? Wouldn't I, that be Professor Light? I, I don't, don't know, man. I don't know. This is bullshit. Professor Wily? I thought the whole point of Mega Man was that Professor Light made these robots, and then Professor Wily took them and made them evil or something. Who even knows? All I know is that the reason for building her was quite obvious. Which I it, it, I don't know. It, there's no picture. I have nothing to go off of here. For sexual fan- fantasies. I don't know. She eventually figured there's it no out. There's no pictures? There's nothing on this. It's written by a weirdo. So this guy literally made up nothing. He literally he made up. He didn't even design a robot. Peter, I'm going to be honest with you. These are Yeah, these are all like, they all, they've all actually made nothing here, typically speaking. I mean, there's always a picture, but it's nothing. Uh. Like, it doesn't matter. So... She eventually figured it out, why she was built, and oh. broke out of her original programming. She is trying to prove to the world that just because she's stuck in a Playboy bunny figure doesn't mean she'll be some guy's robot fantasy. <laughs> her good point is her agileness. Her bad point is her attitude. She likes to jump rope and dislikes orders. So she's called Bounce Woman because she was a Playboy bunny? Totally. Her name was originally Bunny Woman and is, uh, you know, whoever created her originally programmed her to be that because she can no longer stand her own programming. She willingly turned to Wily so she can turn her into, so he can turn her into a weapon. (coughs) This voice hurts. Her looks did not change that much and has higher acrobatics. What? What? <laughs> she looks like a Playboy bunny. Yeah, you know the rest. Her weapon is bouncing bunnies. <laughs> it functions. You know the rest. I don't know the rest, you ass. <laughs> it functions simu- similarly to Springman's wild coil, but with bunnies. Okay. Quotes. This is so degrading. I will not let you beat me. 
cold when using her weakness against her. Apparently, she doesn't like cold. Ah, uh, you got probably have to get like the ice beam and then fight her. Yep. Bounce. Okay, so some trivia. Her name was changed from Bunny Woman to Bounce Woman, unlike with Surf Man. The change in her name is intentional and in-universe. You know, the fictional universe that this guy has just made up. <laughs> and she is capable of changing her programming by herself. That's about it. That's about all this is. This is dumb. This is great. I People on the internet are weird. Like, why? I don't know. That's, I mean, even at my peak... At my peak of being into Crash Bandicoot, I never thought about making my own fake Crash Bandicoot characters. Like, that's just weird. I don't know. Like, they made us characters. They made characters for us. We don't need to make our own. I. It's just people clinging on to a franchise that has long since been dead. I don't know. I don't understand either. Man. So with that being said... You've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. You can find me and Peter on the following websites using our handles, which will be posted in the description of this episode. Just use those, apply those to any of these websites I name off, and you'll likely find us. Just follow the path of destruction. You can find me and Peter on Twitter. You can find us both on PlayStation Network. You can find us both on Steam. You can find Peter on Xbox Live and on the Nintendo Me Universe or something. I still don't know it. Visit our website. I think, yeah. I think it's 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 you're close. It's the Meverse. The Meverse. You can find Peter on that that thing. <laughs> you can also you should also visit our website, zucchinithumbs.com. There we have hot links to our YouTube page, our iTunes page. I'm not actually sure if we have our Facebook page on there. Maybe. You should go to that anyway and follow all those links down to the deep dark hole that is the shit we make. Um, <laughs> like and subscribe us, subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, or leave a review too. I'm not even going to say the review deal anymore because goddamn it, you guys suck. Also, like yeah. and subscribe to us on YouTube because that's also a thing we have. Send us emails, zucchinithumbs at gmail dot com. We will. Probably read them, assuming you don't ask me about any of the embarrassing shit I did senior year. That is very personal to me. Let's not go down that road again. Oh my goodness. Um, and I guess you can friend us on Facebook. I don't know. That's still weird. Don't do that. Do that. Don't do that. Do that. Do it. <laughs> With that being said, you've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful evening, a wonderful week, and a wonderful life. Don't get cut. <laughs>